We thank God for such a wonderful time and such a wonderful episode. Uh, we thank God for His mercies. We thank Him for His love. We thank Jesus for the blood. And we thank the Holy Spirit for the grace to do exploit for the glory of the Father. Today, the message that I want to reason with you is entitled, The Balanced Lifestyle of God. The balanced lifestyle of God. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless your name. Spirit of God, you are the Lord of the harvest. As we are about to minister your word, hide me behind the cross. I pray against any spirit of complacency, any voice, any demonic manipulation that will come against your word. We overrule and override by the blood of Jesus. I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice, anyone going through depression, anyone going through brokenness, anyone that has been affected with broken hearted, anyone going through confusion, for your word said that you are not an altar of confusion. Let there be liberation. Let your people find light. Let the, the eye of understanding of your people be enlightened. I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice that is on the sick bed by the ministration of your word, let that person rise up to your glory in Jesus mighty name anyone going through delusion let that person be liberated in the name of Jesus and I pray that oh Lord let your anointing be strong we deploy angels angels of God we empower the angels of God to work for the saints in Jesus mighty name amen as I said earlier today the message that we want to share, we want to reason, is the balanced lifestyle of God. The balanced lifestyle of God. One thing that you have to understand in this Christian walk is that God is not a personality of romance. Rather, a personality of principled visions with compassion. God is not a personality of romance, but the personality of principled visions with compassion. That is the reason why when you read Malachi chapter 3 verse number 6, it says that I am a God who change not. Which means that when God gives a vision, he doesn't change. He doesn't change his mind. God can never be subtracted. Neither can he be added be added. God is who he is. Amen. God is who he is. He neither subtract, neither be what added. Amen. You see, one of the things that is destroying and preventing many people to experience the fruitfulness and the multiplication of God with man is because many people have allowed themselves to be under the nurturing, under the information of man. Amen. And also devils. So when we read Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26, Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26, that is the origin, that is 
where we call the, the origin of man. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26. The Bible said, that, and the Lord, and God said, let us make man, that is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us make man in our own image. After our likeness, which means that let us make man to have our lifestyle. After our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the, the what? The, the fowl of the air, and over the creep, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over the creeping thing that creep upon the earth. And the Bible says, and God created man in his in his own image, and the image of God created he male and female, created he them. Amen. You see, in the realm of the spirit, there's nothing called gender. You see, the Bible was written by the means of Aramic. And Moses wrote the Bible based on the understanding and the language that he could understand God or God could communicate to him. And those who also translate the Bible, translate the Bible based on their understanding on what we call the layman's understanding for human's comprehension. Amen. Amen. So the Bible is a very spiritual tool. And in the realm of the spirit, there is nothing called gender. Many people have been deceived by the, you see, the education that we learned. The education, the secular education that we go has, has deluded and deceived many people. Let me tell you something. When Adam was in the Garden of Eden, he was with God with a certain level of education. And that education was an education of the spirit. He was communion, he was communicating, he was understanding, he was flowing in the knowledge of God based on the heavenly education. That was the reason why Adam could call the names of animals, the names of bears, as it were. It was not God who called the names of Adam, uh, the names of the creation, but it was Adam who God delegated an authority as a God class to speak the mind of God, to speak as it is meant to be. So, you see, the problem facing our Christianity, the problem facing us not to be fruitful and multiply, as the Bible says, and God blessed them, and he said unto them, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth. You see, the fruitfulness and multiplication is not giving birth to babies. God is talking about doing well and taking dominion for his glory. So many people think that when God said be fruitful and multiply, it means cause a recreation, even though it's part of it. But that is, that is the, 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 the small version of the word be fruitful and multiply. That's why when we read John, he said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your, your soul prospered. The word prosperity means to have a good way, to, to move faster, to do well, like to, to, to move on the right path. Amen. Amen. 
And you see, life is very spiritual. I keep on saying this. And life is full of predestination. Why? When you say something is predestination, it means God before ordained that man man or a particular person should live a certain lifestyle. So when God created Adam through the predestination, he said, let us create man in our own image after our likeness. So that they will have dominion. So that was the predestinated what definition or the predestinated vision, the principled vision that God gave to man. And God, as I said, the lifestyle of God, one of the lifestyle of God is a principled vision. He doesn't change. And one of the his lifestyle is compassion. God is not a what a romantic personality. No, God is not a romantic personality, but he is a personality of principled visions, which means doesn't change with compassion. And when you say the word compassion, compassion, the word compassion means deep awareness of the suffering of other, or let's say of the suffering of another compelled with the wish to relieve it. So that's the meaning of compassion. So, for God to have compassion means that he has a deep understanding. He is aware of the suffering of another coupled with the wish to relieve it. So that is the reason why when he called Moses in Exodus chapter 3 verse number 1 to 10 on the burning bush. When he called Moses, he said, I have, I have heard the cries of my people. Let's read Exodus. Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3, verse number 1. The Bible says that, Exodus chapter 3, verse number 1. The Bible says that, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, and the priest, the priest of Midianite. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert, and came to the mountain of God, even to the Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame fire, out of the midst of the bush. And look, and behold, the bush burning with fire, and the bush was, was not consumed. Let's move further. The Bible says that, verse 4, the Bible says, And when the Lord saw that he turned his, he aside his seed, and to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, I said, here I am. Okay, let's, let's move further. The Bible says, verse 7, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. So which means that that is the compassion, the deep awareness of the suffering of another Coupled with the wish to relieve it. So he said that I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, so which are in the world. The Egypt is a prophetic language, a shadow form of the world. And I have heard their cry by reason of their taxmasters, which means the affliction, the difficulties, the tribulation of demons. For I know their sorrows. I know. That's why I said the deep awareness and I have come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them out up out of that land unto a good land and a la a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Kenite, the Hizdite, the Amorite, the Pizite, the Hivite, the Jerusite. Amen. So this particular scripture talks about the compassion of God. 
the compassion. He said, I have come. So, compassion, as I said earlier, is to a deep awareness of the suffering of another, coupled with the wish to relieve it. So, God wanted to relieve the people. So, God has a vision. He has a vision with man. So, when Adam was created in the, in the era of innocence, he was meant to have a coupled vision. That's what the Bible says. And God put Adam in the garden to dress it and to keep it. And you see, God put his, his, his lifestyle of what? Compassion inside the woman. Inside the woman. But you see, the day that Eve moved from the realm of compassion to the realm of romance, that is whereby she was able to fall. You see, the reason why Adam fell was not because he was not anointed. He fell because he moved from his mission with what a principled vision. Adam was meant to be to have a lifestyle of God called the principled vision, which means that this is what we are doing, and this is what God is saying, and this is what God, the mind of God is saying. This is the instruction of God. God said we should not eat the God, the fruit of we, we should not eat the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so we are following. And he gave. His side, his, his, his other side, the lifestyle of cardia, which is the feeling, the compassion to Eve. But Eve was manipulated by the devil and he moved from the realm of compassion to a realm of romance. When he ate the fruit, romantic, romanticism of this world, romanticism of de delusions fell in, inside her in such a way that, you see, he was able to seduce the man with these romantic things that made Adam also fail. Yes. You see, if you are listening to me, one advice that I will give it to you that don't, don't, don't be in relationship with a man or a woman because of roman romantics. Yes. You see, one thing that women are being deceived is that they think that when a man is romantic, that shows that the man loves him. Let me tell you something. If a man is romantic, if a man sees that you are a woman and you are interested in romantic, he will just do romance with you and leave you. That is the, you see, people who practice romance or who are meant to do that are prostitutes. Yes. Prostitutes. Yes. So when we read John chapter 3, verse number 16 to 18, the Bible says, For God so loved the world, which means God has compassion on the world, that he gave his only begotten son. So let me tell you, don't confuse compassion with romance. Don't confuse yourself with compassion, with romance. Because compassion, when you have compassion with a person, you go a deep of the suffering of the person and you are propelled to what? To relieve it. So when God saw the compassion of the Egyptians, he, he when God saw the suffering of the Egyptians, the affliction, he had compassion and he used Moses to, to save them. When God saw that the world is in chaos, the world is suffering under the torment and the tribulations of, of Satan and, and his kingdom, the Bible says he sent his only begotten son full of compassion to relieve it. That is the reason why, you see, that is the reason why Jesus, in the form of a man, 
The Bible says that let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who taught it to know Robbie to equal with God, but made himself with no reputation. He made himself in the form of a man and was in the likeness of a servant. So Jesus, the reason why in the form of a man didn't marry because he saw that it takes a principled vision with compassion of the Father to save humanity. Yes, he didn't force himself to marry. Jesus understood that it's not about romantics. It's about compassion. That's why when you read Matthew chapter 9, verse number 35, the Bible says that, and when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion because he saw them as what? The sheep of God, the sheep of the Father without shepherd. Yes. So you see, don't marry or be in relationship, I repeat, because of romantics, rather, when the partner is with a balanced lifestyle of God. So a person who moves in the principled vision with compassion of God is a person who is practicing what we call the balanced lifestyle of God. Yeah, God is not a false balance. He's a balanced man. He's a balanced principality, uh, personality. Yeah, he's a balanced personality in such a way that he practices principled vision. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. He doesn't subtract, neither add. But rather, the principled vision, which means the principal plan, the will that he wants to do, that he moves with compassion. Compassion, as I said, that you have deep awareness of the soul. Because, you see, God never thought to use compassion to relieve people because when he created the woman he put a compassion so that there will be a feeling there will be an affection between him and the woman to pursue the principal vision but the woman ate the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil and he moved from the realm of compassion to the realm of romantics romanticism he saw that the tree was good he make one wise and he ate it. Yes. So, you see, some of you ladies, the reason why no one is, no man is serious about you is because they see that you are, you are just interested in, in what? Romance. That is your interest. Yes. And Jesus said that in the resurrection, we will not marry. We will be as angels. We will be as angels. So, don't allow Secular education to define how to live your life. Don't allow the wisdom of man, the wisdom of this world, to define your life. That you see a lady, he said that oh, he, he has married to this man, and the man is not romantic. I'm telling you, let me tell you something. No man was created to be romantic. Every man was created to be a visionary, to have a principal vision of God. That is the lifestyle of man. And you, woman, you, every woman is meant to have a compassion, not to romanticism and mess up and fool around. Amen. Amen. Yes. So the day that Adam moved away into romance, rather than the principal vision with the compassion of God, he lost everything. He lost what God said that be fruitful, he lost everything, such a way that he was sacked from the garden. Romance. God doesn't produce romance. The world produces it. So the devil has been deceiving many people, especially the ladies. 
if you are a woman and you really want to you really want to be a married person listen to me well don't follow a man because of romance or else he will use you as a as a prostitute and dump you somewhere you should follow a man who has what the lifestyle a balanced lifestyle of god because jesus was principal man there was a time at the age of when he was a young boy when you read uh, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse number 40 to 50. The Bible said that when Jesus was a young boy and he, he went to Jerusalem based on as the custom was, he went there and he, 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 he made his mind to learn from them. And he also talked to them and they were astonished. And when the parents came to look for him, he told them, don't you know that I have to do the business of my father? That is a man, a child with the principal vision. Yes. He was focused. On the, on the work of God. So he said, don't you know that I have to pursue the business in such a way that, you see, in such a way that the mother and the father, the earthly mother and the earthly father, Joseph, couldn't even understand what the child is saying. Because why? Whatever you talk about principal vision with compassion, the lifestyle of God, the balanced lifestyle of God, when you bring it to human understanding, it stands foolish. You see, Samson died prematurely. Because of his focus on romance rather than propelled vision with compassion with God. When God brought something, something on the scene, he brought, he brought him to relieve the, the Israelites because something was a judge. The dispensation of judges. God introduced something as a savior to save the people. So when you read Judges chapter 12, Judges chapter 14, Judges chapter 14, verse number 1. Judges chapter 14, verse number 1. The Bible says, and Samson, sorry, Judges chapter 13, verse number 1. The Bible says that, and the, and the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. And there, there was a, a certain man of Zorah, of the family of the Danites, who, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren, and bare not, and the the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Behold, now thou art barren, beareth not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. So you see, when you study the Bible, you see that any time a woman is barren, then it's a sign that God is looking for an opportunity to produce a savior. When when, when Sarah was barren, God saw an opportunity to produce a promise called Isaac. When Hannah was barren, God saw an opportunity to produce a prophet called Samuel. When the wife of Manoah was barren, God saw an opportunity to produce a savior called Samson. The same way when God saw that Elizabeth was barren, God saw an opportunity to produce John the Baptist. When God saw the barrenness of Rebecca, he saw an opportunity to produce two brothers, which one, the youngest one, would take opportunity of the eldest one. That is what Jacob, the Israel. So you don't know what, why you are going through certain issues. Amen. Amen. So there, there, there's a reason. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says, Now therefore beware, I pray thee, drink it not wine, nor strong wine. Eat not an unclean thing. 
For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, no razor shall come upon his head, for the child shall be be a Nazareth unto God from the womb, and shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hands of the Philistines. You see, when you check this, you will see that Samson was a, a typology of Jesus. He was the shadow of what Jesus was about to do because Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is the manifestation of the true Savior. And Samson was the shadow of the Savior. You see, I always tell people that the Old Testament, all what the Old Testament, the various dispensation that God demonstrated was a shadow form of the real dispensation of grace. So Samson, when you read this, you get to know he said he shall be a Nazarene. So Jesus was a Nazarene unto God from the womb. So from the womb, God brought Jesus. And he shall what he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hands of the Philistines. So that was the vision, a principal vision. That was the, the tax, the specific tax of Samson. That he should have compassion. You see, God brought Samson to have a compassion, which means to have a deep awareness of the suffering of the Israels and to have an awareness to, to be allowed as a vessel of God to believe it. But let, let's look at what Samson ended up doing in uh, uh, chapter 16. Judges chapter 16. The Bible said, Then went Samson to Gaza and saw there an harlot and went in to her. Look at this. Samson moved from the lifestyle, the balanced lifestyle of God, which he has made him to subdue and deliver the Israelite as a Nazarene from the hands of the, the enemy, the Philistines, the typology of devils, the typology of taxmasters, the typology of demons. Then, he was moved by Romance. Have you seen romance? What a romance can do to a man. Yes. So I am urging you, if you are a man, don't be moved by romantic. You should move by what? A lifestyle of God. A balanced lifestyle of God. Which is what? Principal vision. With compassion. Because when you have a principal vision, which means you will not change. And when you have the compassion of God, which means that you have a deep awareness of the suffering of another. And what? You wish to believe. You wish to solve. So Samson died prematurely. Samson was not meant to, 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 be, in the, to be in the midst of the Israelites and uh, the, the, the Philistines and die. When you read the whole story, you see that the Bible said that, and it was told that the it was told the Gizite saying, Samson has come hither. You see, the devil wants to destroy you. The devil already wants to destroy you. And they said, and they compassed in him and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city, and were quiet all the night, saying, In the morning, when in the day we shall kill him. So you see that you see, if you're a man, eh? And you are moved by roman romanticism and those foolish things of this world. I'm telling you, you are you are near to your grief. And also, if you are a woman, you see, that is the reason why the brothers who just move with you, you say, Oh, he's romantic, he was man. 
by the time you realize he has just fired you several times and just dumped you somewhere. That's the reason why you are you are not yet to marry. Then you just go and put a blame to your old grandmother who has take who has taken good care of herself and he has gotten the age of hundred years. You are beginning to blame that woman for a witch. It's because of your foolishness. You follow as we call romance. Let me tell you something. If you really want to be a serious Christian, it's not about romance. It's about principled life, principled vision with God, and also compassion. What you need as a woman from a man is to work with a man who has what a principal vision with compassion. Because a principal a principal vision will make the man be a visionary, and you, you yourself you will be happy, you will be fruitful and multiply. And the compassion side of the man is whereby when the man sees that you are facing a problem, you are solving, you are you are you are you are going through a suffering that this man will wish to relieve you. So have you seen? Ever since you married to a person based on romance, have you seen that he has been beating you? Why? Because there's no compassion inside him. There's no vision inside him. He married you based out of romance. So the only thing he knows is that he just come and sleep with you on the bed and just walk out. He has given bed with you and he doesn't think of the children. The welfare of the children, he doesn't have any vision. He's no, he doesn't have any passionate. He has he's just giving you problems. Yes. And it's very sad. So Samson will read verse 30. Verse 29. The Bible says, and Samson took hold of the two. Let me read verse. Verse 27. Verse, verse 25, rather. The Bible said that, And it came to pass when their heart was merry, they said to call for Samson, that he may, he may make us sports. Have you, seen, have you seen the reason why the devil is using you as a game, as an Olympic stadium? They are making Samson a Nazarene, a savior, to be a sport. Sports, they are using it for sports. They make us sports. This is the amplified version. And they call for Samson out of the prison house. And he and he made them sports. And they set him between the pillars. So obviously that's the reason why people have been joking with your life. Demons. Demons have been joking with your life. The devil has been joking with your life. Those who want you down for us. Because you are not serious. You are not serious with God. And Samson said to the lad, you see, Samson had someone who could kill a lion. The Bible said that he, he, a lad, a young, a young person, a young girl that held him by the hand. Suffer me that I may fill the pillars wherein the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. Now the house was full of the men and women and all the laws of the Philistines were there and they were and they were upon the roof about 3,000 men and women. Hey, the number of demons who want to destroy you. Go and ask the story of the madman of Gadara. You understand. And the Bible said that beheld while Samson made sport. And Samson called unto the Lord. You see, some of you, you wait to be destroyed. Then before you call to God. You see, 
There's a saying which is not in the Bible and it's true. Prevention is always better than cure. It is better to walk in a vision, a principal vision with compassion, which is the lifestyle of God, than to walk in the romantics of this world, the foolish doctrines of this world, and destroy your life. Yeah. It is better to be precared than to cure yourself at the end. You should have what we call a precaution than to cure yourself. So the Bible said that, and, and, and Samson called unto the Lord and said, Oh Lord God, remember me, I pray thee. You see, now you are crying that God should remember you. Strengthen me. Now that the brother has broken your heart with romance. Now that the sister has made you to be out of the vision of God. Then you are calling God. You see, some of you, you think God is a foolish man. Eh? Strengthen me. You know that God is so merciful. Then you, I'm telling you, when God forgives you, as for the consequences you, you, you go through. Because the Bible says God is not a monk. Whatever a man so he will reap. Yeah, so God doesn't change. So if you have spoken his word, so you need to be very careful. I pray thee only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. And so which means that Samson was blind. The eyes was plucked. So obviously, romance can make you blind and bring you to a place of calamity. So the Bible said that and Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the household and all which it was born up and of the stool up and of which it was born up of the one which is right hand and of, and of the other with his left and Samson said let me die with the Philistine and he bowed himself with all his might and the house fell upon the laws and upon all the people that were there so the death so he, the death which he saw at his death were more than the which he saw in his life amen, amen. yes so Samson died prematurely so that's the reason some of you now you are saying that you want to die you want to kill yourself because you allow yourself to be to be deceived by romance and that the, the brothers have been broken your heart now you say you, you, you are for regretted and uh, you, you don't want to you don't want to move on in life again yes you see you are causing yourself a harm whenever you are telling people the truth they think that you 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 don't think far you, 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 you are not correct. You just say your mind. But I came to tell you that God is interested with people who practice the balanced lifestyle of him. Because that was the original definition of man and a woman. Yes, to have a balanced lifestyle. To be in his presence. You see many people nowadays, you see ladies walking to and fro with they say fashion, because if you don't dress, if you don't dress with those pomade and all these chemicals, the man will not call you. Who told you? They will, that's the reason why after your makeups and all those mascara that has turned you to be like a, 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 a demon, a demon, after everything, they just sleep with you and leave you alone. That's the reason why you have three children without a father. 
Yes. And that is the reason why you two a man, because you don't have a principal vision with God with uh, compassion. That is the reason why you are not practicing the balanced lifestyle of God. That is the reason why you have been giving birth to different backgrounds. And the children are suffering. And you think that you, you, are, you are doing well. God will punish you for that. Because the Bible says that what a man sow, he will reap. So you need to be very careful. This end time, the devil is using this. You see, the devil used this in the Garden of Eden. He made Eve move from the realm of compassion. In order to what? To partner with the principal vision which God gave to Adam. To what we call the realm of romance. And he said that, oh, eat it. And Adam, through the seduction of romance. You see, that's the reason why when, when a woman is... Woman practice what we they say romance. You see that he is able to seduce the man. So he seduced the man with romance. Then the man also fell. And by the time he fell, he has lost everything. And such a way that he was sacked from the garden. Yes. So you need to be very careful. This life that we are in is very spiritual. And those who practice the balanced life of God, you see. For you to balance, to, to practice this balanced life of lifestyle of God, is just look at the life of Jesus. Yes, Jesus was a man. He was the restoration of Adam. He restored what Adam couldn't do. So Jesus was a man full of a principal vision with the Father, with compassion. He had compassion to save people's life. He had compassion for to solve problems. Yes. Nowadays, it's difficult to see people to, 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 to see people tell is making themselves a solution to problems. They don't they can't solve problems. The only thing that they have to do is just to be like wolves and just come and drink blood and go. No, that's why you are surrounded by wolves. Yeah, it is hard to even see someone who has finished uh, university, who has master's degree, PhD, that person solving problems in Africa. It's difficult. They are not solving problems. Why? Because romanticism and theories have taken hold of their mind in such a way that they are out of practicing the balanced lifestyle of God. Yes, the balanced lifestyle. So to be in the balanced lifestyle of God, as I said earlier, is to what? A principled vision with compassion. That is the will of God. So Jesus pursued this. He didn't worry himself. You see, Jesus said, he was 100% God, 100% man. A time came, he was, he was angry. He didn't allow things to, to change the original plan. He pursued the original plan. So he died and resurrected. He didn't force himself to marry. He could, as he was doing many distant, people have seen that, oh, this one is, and they, no, he, he was not moved by romance. I believe many women were interested in him because uh, women, when they see that this one become, this one is doing what you call superpower, or someone is showing signs and wonders, they are interested on that. And I believe that there were women who were interested even for Jesus to say that you want to marry them. But no, because he, he understood that. For you to solve man's problem, it takes a principal vision with compassion of the Father to save humanity. 
I'm not against marriage. But I'm trying to tell you that even in the Garden of Eden, God gave Adam a principled vision. And he gave the, the woman a compassion to back the vision, to walk in the perfect will of God. But when Eve allowed the devil to introduce romance, those foolish things, let me tell you something. The things that you say that uh, on bed, they say they are doing romance on bed. It's no romance. That one is affection. That one is a natural affection. Yes. That's a natural affection. They say, and, and that one, Kurano, is, is given to couples. Yes. So you see, because of romance, romance, that's why now you hear 15 years is pregnant. 15 years girl is pregnant and he, and and he doesn't have the, that baby doesn't have a father and look at this when the child comes he's going to suffer an orphan the child is already an orphan because he, he is he's without a father yeah so it is time we have to move away from the world away from the last of the eyes the last of the flesh the pride of life the romance of this life and, and and what position ourselves to the original vision which is the principal vision which doesn't change us with compassion with god i pray for you in the name of jesus that as you are listening to me may you walk in the will of god may you walk in the principal vision with compassion may the lifestyle of god the balanced lifestyle of god come upon you in a strong dimension in the name of jesus christ Maybe you are listening to me, you are not born again. Jesus, he came with the lifestyle of the Father. He came with a principal vision, with compassion to save humanity. No matter what you have done, your past, Jesus still loves you. I want you to pray this prayer. But say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I have understood, I have admit that I am a man full of mistakes. That's why I am a weaker vessel. That's why you came to die on the cross for my sins. From today, I take you as my personal Lord and Savior. Have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life so that when you come, I'll be with you in heaven. Jesus, strengthen me through the Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, you are the another of the same kind of Jesus. Strengthen me to live a balanced life, a balanced lifestyle of God to the end. So that when you come, I will not be a lunatic. I will not be a calamity. But I will be a blessing with you in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.